Hey everyone, and welcome to Beyond Rent. I'm Joe Easton from Rent Manager, and I'll be your host. This podcast is focused on having conversations with experts so we can all learn more about the property management industry. Joining me today is John Land of Avid Exchange. The topic for this episode is AP automation and how this service benefits our industry. John is an expert in this field and works closely with property management professionals on a regular basis. So let's get to the conversation and go Beyond Rent. Most companies are actively looking for ways to improve operations, lower costs, and improve employee morale. And one area you might be wanting to improve is AP operations. And if you're looking to improve your business in any way, then you're going to love this episode as John Land of Avid Exchange is ready to share his knowledge of AP automation and the real estate market. Hey, John, welcome to Beyond Rent. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Great I really to be here. I appreciate you taking some time out of your really busy schedule. I know we've worked together for a long time. Um, so I'm excited to finally do, do an episode with you because I think AP automation is something that's exciting, but not a lot of people take advantage of. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity out there for people to improve their operations. Uh, but like I said, we've worked together, so I know you, but our audience may not know you. So I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself, let people know kind of who you are, what you do, and why you do it. Okay. Well, my name again is John Land. I work for Avid Exchange, which is a, a partner of Rent Manager. Um, I've been working at Avid Exchange for almost 11 years now. So I've, I've been uh, kind of around uh, a lot of folks that have automated their AP. So I think I got some good experience to, to draw from as far as being able to provide some good content. Uh, but my role at Avid Exchange, um, I manage all of our embedded, sa- or our embedded products. And I also uh, run half of our existing business. So I've got a lot of uh, unique views of, of folks through the lens of uh, automating their AP and of you know experiences that they've brought to the table with just general you know accounting practices and, and what they what they look for as far as product needs. Yeah, that's great. So you have a lot of knowledge. 11 years is a long time there at Avid. How much of that time has been focused on kind of the real estate or property management portion of the business? I would say that <clears throat> almost all of it. Uh, so the, the product, to give you a little bit of background about um, about it and my experience with Avid Exchange, um, I was, I can't remember exactly what my number, I think I was employee like number 44 when I was hired. We got over 1600 now. But um, when I came on, we just had the invoice product. We didn't have the, the payments product. Um, and so you know, things were a lot different back then as far as the acceptance of automating and electronic uh, invoicing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, grown and, and expanded, you know, quite a bit. Uh, but at first, I, we would work any kind of deal whatsoever. Now, the product itself grew up in the real estate world, and that's what it's really kind of designed for and designed around. Uh, but when I first started, we would, we would work with anybody. Um, anybody that was willing to listen, we were glad to talk and, and share with them what we have to offer. Um, but I would say that after about that first 
year of being on, um, we really started gaining a lot more focus on the, even though we were focused on real estate, it, we really got more focused because we didn't have a marketing department when I first started to, to speak of. So once we were able to ha- get more of a marketing department and kind of legs around that um, or legs underneath that, we were really able to start driving harder at just specifically real estate. And then that's when we started kind of branching out and, and verticalizing the, the software itself. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And and I think a lot of companies start that way. And to be number 44 out of, you know, well over 1600 is really impressive. And, and I'm sure you can tell lots of stories about that growth and some of the pain points along the way and a lot of the successes along the way as well. But I think a lot of companies start there, right? You're, you have a product, you believe in it, you think it's great, and you're willing to sell it to anyone and that's willing to listen, like you said. But at some point, you become more specialized, more focused on certain areas. And, and I think that's truly why Rent Manager and Average Exchange work so well together is because we have a lot of the same uh, focuses on the types of customers we want to work with. Uh, so obviously that's that means a lot. And you had mentioned invoicing versus payment. So maybe we kind of segue and jump right in to understanding more about what AP automation even is. So can you help us break down what you meant when you said the invoicing side versus the payment side and how it all works together? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there's basically there's two sides to AP automation. Okay, so you have the the side of kind of the beginning of the process where you're capturing the invoice. So the, in in our case, the invoice can come directly to us. We scan it, we index it, we pull. So that means that we capture a copy of the invoice image. We also, when we say index it, that means we pull off all that header level detail that's on the invoice, and we enter all that information into Avid Exchange for your t- for your team. Okay, so nobody on your end is going to have to hand key anything in. They're not scanning invoices in. None of that stuff. We do all of that. So we've basically made that invoice electronic and we've pulled off all the header level information on it. So now you can search report against it. Now that invoice will flow through whatever workflow or approval process that you've had it set out to flow through. Okay, so nobody's, you know, taking this invoice to so-and-so's office and needing them to, you know, put the rubber stamp on there and initial it and write the code on there. None of that stuff. All of it's going to go through electronics, so the team's going to be able to code and approve the invoice as it moves through. Once it's fully coded and approved, then it's going to get electronically fed right into rent manager. Okay, so that's that first part of the product. Okay, so that's kind of where we automate the AP side of the invoice piece. All right. Now, so... And that's pretty much that's a lot of legwork there. So that's a lot. That's a a big lift for for a real estate company to be able to just do that alone. All right. But we, we complete the process and, and basically kind of complete the swing, if you will, in being able to after that invoice is fed over into rent manager. So no one's hand keying any, any of this stuff in there. And once they're in rent managers, business as usual, they better, you know, uh, run reports, promote to their GL, do all that kind of stuff. But when they're ready to make the payments, they'll be able to select the payments inside of rent manager. And then instead of sending those payments over to the uh, laser printer for it to spool up, print off all these, you know, checks for somebody to sign, put an envelope, stamp and mail out the door, they can just send them right over to Avid Avid Pay and then we'll facilitate the payment to the vendor any way that vendor wants it. So if the vendor wants it electronically or if the vendor wants it through a paper check, we'll send it to them any way they like. And then all of that information is still stored right back in Rent Manager. So now they've got um, all the information that they need in one central location. So they have all the payment information as well as all the invoice information all stored inside of Rent Manager and they've not had to deal with any of the paper at all. So that's really what we saw for. Yeah. So 
That is a big process, right? AP, there's a lot of steps that you mentioned along the way that AP automation really kind of takes away from the operator right there, removing all of those steps. Where is kind of the human interaction in that part, right? Because there's a lot of automation happening there. Where does the human still get involved there? So the humans still get involved in all of the decision-making processes. So we take away all of those manual mundane tasks um, and we just leave you with all of the decision-making processes. So there's going to be human interaction in the coding and approving pieces in that front-end workflow of when we, after we capture the invoice. So your team's still going to be able to code the invoice how they would have coded it. They're going to be able to prove that invoice if, if they want to prove it or not. Um, so all so they're still left up with those decision-making processes. And then when they're ready to make the payment, they can determine if they're ready to make this payment or not. So these payments don't just automatically just fly out of rent manager and get paid. That you'll be able to select the payments that you want to make and then we'll facilitate them for you. Yeah. I'm glad you kind of uh, explained that with a little more detail. Cause I think sometimes when people talk about automation and technology, there is a fear of giving up too much control, right? That technology is going to step in and do everything for us, which sometimes that's great. Other times that can create some anxiety, some concern, especially when it starts um, involving money and how money has moved around. Is that a common concern that you hear from people that are, you know, considering AP automation for the first time? Are they concerned about that level of control? Oh, there's a lot of people that are concerned about that. And the funny thing, I know we, we kind of went on a, like a like a, a John Land little history tour there at the beginning of the of the of the conversation. But when I first started, uh, that was pretty much everybody's biggest concern because you know it, it almost made you feel like this computer thing is this just a fad? That um, they they felt like because they didn't have the actual piece of paper right there in front of them and they weren't touching it and smelling it and feeling of it that all of a sudden they've lost control of it. When in actuality, it's the other way around because that, that piece of paper is the one that's actually in control because if that piece of paper gets lost, gets misplaced, I mean, have you ever put something in a desk drawer and never saw it for six, seven months uh, again, or it doesn't show up in the mail, you know, all this stuff, the paper is actually the one in control. You're not in control of any of this stuff. You are reacting to this piece of paper needs. So the fact that we've captured this, now you're in total control. You're dictating when you when this invoice is going where. You're dictating how you're coding this invoice. You're, you have more control and more visibility over this invoice than you've ever had before. Because if it never makes it from one person's office over to the next person's office during your current workflow process, what do you do? Where, how do you find it? You're going to be searching garbage cans is what you're going to be doing. So um, now that that's gone. So you're, you're in total control, complete visibility of everything that's happening. And then even down to the payments piece, once you take that, you once you print that checkout and you put it in that envelope and you lick it and you put that stamp on there and you throw it up into the mailbox, you don't see that sucker again until you hope it clears. All right. Cause it's gone. I mean, you're putting it, you're putting it, you're the trust of that payment in the hands of the United States Postal Service, which, by the way, there's no tracking that sucker. You're not calling the post office asking them if they delivered this if this payment, if it was made. Did you guys receive it? You, you have no idea. So, but through Avid Pay, you're going to be able to see exactly. Now, I know I'm making a joke out of a lot of this stuff, but because we still have to mail payments to folks too, um, but you are able to see all that stuff. But all the electronic payments, you're able to see them through their entire life cycle every step of the way. So you don't lose visibility 
by and large with most all of your payments. Only the ones that you're only when they go through the mail and we track them, by the way, we also follow up on them, making sure that they're that they the vendor did receive the payment, that they did, you know, we call them, making sure that they're getting them, that um, if it goes, you know, 21 days without somebody, without this check clearing, we call the vendor finding out, hey, Mr. Vendor, did you receive the payment? Was it was it damaged? Do we need to reissue it? You know, what happened here? We, we do all that work for you. So you're not having to do any of that stuff. So you're going to have a lot more visibility, a lot more control than anyone's ever experienced in a standard paper process. Yeah, it's really interesting, that concept of control. And I love how you kind of painted that picture, especially. And I'd imagine most people are more trusting of technology now than they were 11 years ago. But, you know, reality is a lot of people still share a lot of those same concerns about what happens, how things are tracked. But people really do love visibility. And you kind of referenced the the idea of electronic versus check payments and that Avid and um, AP Automation really kind of opens up the path to do either, right? Where historically people were just mailing out checks. Do you know what percent of uh, the payments that are made through AP Automation are check-based versus electronic? So it's just under 50% of the payments that we issue out as a company are electronic. So it's like 48 and some odd percent of them go out electronically and the the uh, the difference is check-based. But that that's drastically ramping up as things change. COVID changed that a lot. Um, you used to be about 30 some odd percent and it's pushing up more and more. People are taking these payments a lot more regularly electronically than they are uh, through through the mail. Yeah, that's interesting. And I can that's kind of what I was getting. I was like, I wonder what that progression is, right? How things have increased over time to more electronic. Um, I know for myself, I don't want to ever receive a check ever again. Like in my personal life, I can only imagine businesses are truly the same way. As soon as they adopt the idea of electronic payments, it's, it's better for them, easier to track, user to process. Um, so what are some of the other benefits of AP automation? I mean, we talked a little bit about how uh, it's more control, more visibility, uh, things like that. What are some of the other benefits that most of your customers are um, excited to see once they use AP automation? So it's always interesting to ask because it's almost different for, I mean, you hear the same responses, but they get they give you a little bit of a different response when you talk to them than, than maybe they were expecting to. And I, I know I'm stammering around with this a little bit, but they'll have an, an anticipated result that they are going to see with AP automation. And that there's, but what will end up happening is there's something that they really didn't factor in that is actually the piece of it that they're the most excited about and that they that really changed them the, the most. Um, I, and it can be it can vary wildly. I mean, some of them come back and they're just like, we just love how the fact we don't have to go to the filing cabinet anymore looking for looking for invoices. I mean, that that's changed everything. We didn't even it didn't even dawn on us that we wouldn't do that, um, that we would be and putting together a report now takes like two seconds and not two days. Uh, you know, you'll have them that enjoy the fact that now they can, they're completely like broken free from the shackles of their desk um, to be able to go out and uh, search up these invoices and payments from anywhere they have access to the internet. Um, they, they've, they'll have situations where now the property managers, because a lot of times in these manual paper processes, the property manager might have to drive across town to show up to the to their corporate office to literally code and approve invoices and spend a couple of days, you know, a month or a week or whatever um, the, the, the cadence is that they come in and do that. And now they're not doing that anymore because they don't have to. 
and it buys it, it, it breaks up in a lot of free time. Um, you'll have others that experience like, oh, wait a second, hold on. You mean to tell me I don't have to FedEx these checks over to the owner's house every couple of days to have them sign them for me to turn around, put them in an envelope to mail out? Wasn't planning on saving money on FedEx. Um, so, you know, there's just, it's a variety of things that, that come up that kind of really get people excited and, and appreciate um, the idea that that it's now no longer a manual process. Yeah. I think that's really interesting because when we talk about technology and automation, it's almost always with the idea of how are we improving the business? Maybe it's the bottom line. Maybe it's how we operate, the approval processes that you mentioned, or the visibility into what's cleared, what hasn't cleared. But the, the real reality is when you think about it, the impact on the individual, the employee can be huge, right? In ways that they don't always see. It's not always maybe in your uh, your sales deck or whatever that when you're talking to these um, customers about what the benefits are, uh, you know, maybe you can get rid of your filing cabinets now. Like you said, maybe your employees can work remote and still do AP where they couldn't really do that in the past effectively. Uh, there's all these like side benefits that you get with technology that aren't evident day one, but that individual employee, I'm sure they really, really appreciate that and it makes their job much better. I'd have to think that's really great for employee morale and kind of how they feel about their individual job and their performance. Yeah. It's like, a, there's almost a, a part of it. That's like a quality of life aspect to it. Cause you know, you don't, you know, most people don't want to come in there and do some of this stuff all the time. And the fact that they are able to now maybe focus on doing something a little more uh, different or exciting or, you know, whatever it is, uh, freeing them up, or just not having to deal with that part of the job. You know, there's a lot of things that, you know, actually lift employee and morale uh, over stuff like this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, when thinking about like career development, professional development, a lot of times people don't have quote unquote time to do higher level thinking and higher level work because they're stuck in these mundane tasks that you talked about. So I think that's really important for, you know, how companies operate. And specifically, when we talk about the real estate market and the property management world, um, how does AP automation maybe apply to that world differently? Or is it more important to our world? Like, how does that really factor in as far as like average view on on the real estate market? So the real estate market, it's, they're like a, it's like a perfect match because what, and it's kind of, you know, funny how it worked out this way. Um, And this is going back into the, you know, back to the beginning of the call here, our, when we didn't have the payment side of things, we just did the invoice. And the reason that the real estate world was so um, attractive or it fit in so well is because the real estate world is, it's pretty decentralized. You know, you've got properties all over the place. You might have a corporate office and regional offices, but you have these invoices that could be going a number of different number of different places or a number of different people. They might be going to a property manager that manages these particular properties and not going to the corporate office. So it's just one of those scenarios where it it gives you the opportunity to centralize the entire AP process and make it a lot more but get you kind of get your arms around it a lot better, as opposed to the way it used to, or it could operate, where these invoices could be going here, there, and everywhere. Now you're able to centralize this. And now we've kind of taken it one step further with being able to not only centralize the AP process on the invoice, but then also being able to facilitate and make those payments. So now you're kind of getting a full swing of the entire piece or the entire uh, uh, opportunity. 
So it's um, that's what really kind of helped accelerate this in inside the real estate world because not every industry is at the uh, kind of on the onset of as potentially decentralized as real estate inherently is. Whether you're doing whether you're doing residential or commercial. Yeah, and it makes me wonder. So if we go back even further than 11 years, what that process was even like, because that does make sense. Like it's decentralized. There's place invoices going everywhere to different properties. So what were they doing with these invoices? They were approving them at the, the local level and then faxing, emailing, or snail mailing them into corporate offices to be paid. Is that kind of what you saw early on? Yeah, they would drive them over or like a courier service, or it would be, who knows? I mean, they would what they would do, and they had to get them. So, if they were like receiving them at a, like a regional office, um, then those folks would process that invoice, and but then they'd have to get it over to the you know the corporate office for the accounting team to enter it into rent manager or or whatever they're using, and then they would. So there was it was just there was a lot. It was like an unfolding lawn chair. I mean, there was a lot of different moving pieces. It never seemed to work out right, and you know, eventually you'd get it, but it just seemed to be a scenario, at least for me, that it was a lot more effort than it had to be. Yeah, that makes, that does make a lot of sense and why Avid focused on the real estate market and, and obviously why we started working with Avid Exchange uh, as a preferred partner for AP Automation because of that focus in that vertical. It really is well aligned and it makes me, kind of leads me down the path of, okay, so you've been doing this for a long time. We've been uh, working together with mutual customers for uh, quite a while now. Um, and you're working with a lot of those customers pretty hands-on on a regular basis. What do you tend to hear from customers that are using Avid Exchange or maybe with Rent Manager as far as the impact it has on their business, on their teams, on their processes? What are some of the feedback that you're getting so far? So <clears throat> the, the feedback that we generally get is a situation of this gives them kind of the the fuel to grow even more. So they they realize they come in, they automate this. Most of them come in to automate it because it's like it it sounds like a great idea, and they like the idea of getting this off of their plate. But when they get in and they start really using it, then it turns into us like, well, hang on, we don't need to hire more and more people in order to just handle this stuff. We can actually grow the business without adding back office staff. So this is helping us. So we're not literally hiring people to open the mail and we're not hiring more folks on to just key in invoices into rent manager. You know, so we're able to get a lot more done with less folks. So it helps us be able to expand out and, and grow and not have to not get kind of, you know, held back a little bit for just general overhead coming in. Yeah. That's one thing I hear quite a bit with you know, technology in general is a lot of the companies we work with, they hit plateaus, right? As far as like how big they can get based on their staffing and their technology. And they get to this point where they have to keep adding people every time they grow. And it just isn't really scalable for a lot of them. They're, they're kind of always chasing that opportunity to become profitable because every time they think they're going to get over that hump and become a really profitable company, they have to hire two or three more people because the volume of what they're doing continues to grow. And they kind of have that that light bulb moment of, well, we need to automate. We need to use technology to improve our processes and operations and get away from having so many people on staff. And there's a lot of different types of technology that they use, but I can only imagine AP automation is, is a huge one for them. And 
I have to think in this moment right now with the staffing challenges that people are facing, even if they wanted to hire more people to scale their business, they may not be able to. So all of a sudden they hit a roadblock of like, well, we were just going to hire four more people for AP, but there are no people to hire. So what other option do we have? You know, one of the interesting things that happened uh, that we started noticing. So um, we really started to kind of gain a lot of traction with rent manager, like remarkable uh, traction. And so Craig, who's the uh, the sales rep, we love Craig. Uh, so Craig last year, you know, and we track everything off of the actual like transaction volume that runs through. So he has this you know, the, the, the customer will sign up for X amount of transactions that they that they foresee running through. And, you know, because we have to, we, we're staffing on our end. We, we use technology a lot, but we also have to staff on our end to be able to make sure that we're upholding all the SLAs that we've put out there for, uh, you know, to, as far as our promises that we're going to make for being able to deliver a certain level of service to you. So we need to have a good, a decent idea as to how many invoices and payments we're going to be processing. OK, we, it, it, it doesn't really work out that way if, if well, if somebody tells us, oh, we're going to be processing 100 and then they come in and it's like, oh, it's 3000 a month over here. You know, so we got to kind of be like ready to ready for it, um, which Craig does a phenomenal job at. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not this is nothing with him. But what we saw and this goes back to your point of being able to grow without having to add more staff and everything like that. What we saw is Craig signs these deals up and they come in, they implement, they start out at the volume that they, that we all anticipated them coming in starting out at, but then by the end of the year, they've expanded. And to the tune of last year alone, it expanded, which this may or may not make a lot of sense to the listeners or not, but 10,000 monthly payments across the board of between the difference in one year, in one year, between the difference of what they signed on for versus what they were actually processing by the end of their first year. So 10,000 grand total, you put all the rent manager uh, clients that we brought on last year together, it was 10,000, which is like 20% growth <laughs> across the board. So that's, I think that's pretty good. I'm sure that everybody would like to take that every year. Well, absolutely. I mean, anytime there's growth, it's good. But to kind of see that kind of growth that fast, right, tells you a lot of things. A, it tells you, um, I think, A, our customers are growing and the technology they're using is empowering them to grow. But also, they are finding more opportunity to use technology than they originally thought, right? So when they're signing up for for this, they're like, oh, our AP looks like this. This is what we think we can use uh, AP automation to solve for. And as they're starting to use it, they're solving for more and more and more over time at a very, very rapid pace. Uh, pace. I think that is exciting. Um, it, and again, it shows not only does it work, but it works to the point where people are truly using AP automation for their entire AP process, right? Which is, again, exciting to, to see people embrace technology and, and take that on. Yeah. And the, the fact that they did it, like they, they came on, they started and you know, they, they started they, and they're going along probably, it's, it, 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 it'd always be about six to seven months. So after that, you know, probably maybe five to seven months. So after they got started, they got their legs about them and they kind of go through the process and get really comfortable with it. Um, then all of a sudden, I, th- I feel like there's a little bit of a light bulb that kind of goes off like this is working. And now we've got some, you know, we're not hiring on extra people for this. We're keeping the same people that we've always had and we're able to grow out. So it, and, it, and they saved the monies that, that they've saved off of not having to invest in, you know, 
paying for stamps and, and, you know, tech stock and all that other stuff. Not that that's an absolute fortune, but they're able to just kind of realize that stuff and they're able to push out and grow because they see the opportunity. And I think that Avid and AP Automation provide, a, you know, at least put a hand in that to being able to help them. Yeah, so everyone's looking for finding ways to scale and and grow. And I think uh, any type of technology is helpful, but AP Automation in this case is, is definitely a really good tool. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about best practices for AP Automation. And maybe this can even be, you know, ideas or ways of thinking for those that aren't using AP automation it can be maybe a little bit of both of like how should you, you should use it or how you should think about it as you prepare uh, to talk about it. Right. And use it for the first time. Okay. So there's a couple of like kind of schools of thought uh, that, that I've, that I've seen and I've kind of gone through over the years. Um, you've got, you got the, you got the idea of let's get out in front of it. You know, let's, you know, we've, we've signed on with rent manager, you know, we're, we're, we're growing real estate manager. We're, we're going to grow here. Let's go ahead and get out in front of it. And that's a great time to do it. You go ahead and implement this process, implement an automated process from the jump. And then that's just the way it goes moving forward. I mean, that's a fantastic way. Um, then you got folks that are like, eh, let's, you know, I'm going to, I've always known this paper process. And then they kind of go through it and they get to the point where, well, I can't handle this paper process unless I hire somebody. So then it turns into weighing it out. So you've got those folks that come in and then they, that, that kind that group is the one that ends up being like on the fence about doing this because they just don't know, but they never, but they're stuck because they can't do anything unless they do something different because they're are always going to receive the same result and they can't move forward. So they, in essence, need to just like, get off the fence and just do it because it doesn't take that long to actually get this set up and running. And instead of, you know, going through all this, I'll just tell everybody how this process works for implementing. It's not an entire like core conversion or bringing on a new accounting system. This isn't anything close to that. Basically what's happening is when you sign up with, to use, and I know an avid exchanges case, when you sign on to use us, we need a copy of your vendor table, and your chart of accounts. Once we have those two things, we can set up your portal. And then from there on, so if you can pull those out of rent manager and deliver them to us, from there on, we're able to, it's just us having conversations, building up you know, how, what you want your users to be able to do, who you want your users to be, the workflows that you'd like to have. And then once we get that set up and, and their permissions, once we get that set up, which we handle all this, uh, all the heavy lifting for you, we, we do everything. You're not having to hire out any consultants or anything like that to be able to come in and do this work for you. We do all of it. You just tell us how you want this thing configured. And then, and you know, and the banks that we're going to be pulling, you know, ACH and the funds from to be able to facilitate the payments to the vendors. So none of this stuff is overly complicated. And then once we get it set up, we're going to go through testing. We're going to train you. And then away you go. And it's all this time it takes about to get you set up and running from start to finish. We're talking 30 days and it's not a full-time job. We're talking a couple hours a week. So for you to be able to get started, you know, you could literally sign up now and be live before the end of the year. So I don't know when you're going to air this broadcast, Joe, but um, in this case, before the end of the year. So you could actually start January 1, fresh, clean slate. You're able to, you know, get started, and that's when you started your automation process, and uh, it just gives you the opportunity to kind of, you know, break free from all these things. 
and, uh, and, and move because a lot of folks get stuck in this whole turmoil of, I just don't ever have time to do it. I want to do it, John, but we don't have time to do it. We're, our resources are limited. We just can't make it work. And not that I want to argue and fight with people, but I think that they just don't realize how simple this actually is. And even if you wanted to break it up into chunks, maybe you wanted to just do the payments process first. We're literally talking about like a couple of hours of work. Like this isn't, you, you, we could have you live before your next check run. We could sign on and be live for your next check run. And it's only a couple hours of work. You're not having to reinvent the wheel. We're not asking you to sit over there and figure out how to code something out, you know, on a computer and build the software yourself. None of that stuff. We take care of all of it. And it's it actually is is extremely easy considering the impact it's going to be able to provide you. Yeah. And I don't just- know if that answered your question at all, but... <laughs> Made sense in my head before I said it. No, no, that was perfect. And just for reference, uh, we're recording this mid-November. So John's point is, you know, even with the holidays, you could get this up and going be- within 45 days, 30 days, no problem at all. And and I think, you know, what we talked about earlier about the impact and seeing the number of uh, transactions increase over time as people adopt this more and more into their practices, it all speaks to the same thing, right? That if you are overwhelmed with your current operations and your processes and you're looking for uh, a solution to alleviate that, AP, automa- AP automation is a huge benefit to you. You just have to invest a little bit of time up front and you're going to get that back, you know, multiple times over once it's in place, right? And it's not overly complicated. Um, and luckily, again, rent manager and avid exchange work really, really close together as far as how it integrates and how it's embedded to make that even easier for you. Um, so again, that's why I get excited about it. I think it's a great product. I think, you know, our partnership together has been really, really successful because it's really solving problems and providing value to people, um, that they see almost immediately. Like you're saying months into it, they're just ramping up, um, really, really fast. And, uh, it doesn't take that much effort to get it going. So might as well try no, it doesn't at all. And considering the fact that, I mean, Rent Manager is the is really the the one to thank for all this because they've made the the integrations are already built, they're already constructed. We're just configuring this thing, so it's not like there's a lot of questions. There should be no question at all. Is is this going to work? Is it, it does it integrate? I mean, literally, it's, the, the payment product is like inside of Rent Manager, so there it's it's a it's built in. Um, and then the invoice piece, yeah, it's APIs. I mean, all the stuff is, is is fully integrated. Everything works seamlessly. So it's uh, it's just getting it, just taking the leap of faith and signing up and being able to get rid of all those paper invoices and just embracing the fact that you're not going to receive the mail anymore. There you go. Well, people can embrace. The idea of no longer receiving that paper invoice, I think they'll be really successful. <laughs> well, to wrap things up, John, I want to make sure they know how to learn more about Avid Exchange, mo- learn more about kind of what we're doing. What's the best way for them to do that? So you can, uh, as far as your rent manager, um, your rep or your contact, they can put you in contact with Craig. You just need to let them know you're interested in automating your, your AP, want to automate the, the payments process, uh, take care of it all. Whatever you're interested in, we just let them know and they can... Uh, relay that information over to Avid Exchange. You can always reach out directly to Avid Exchange. You can, you know, reach out to his name's Craig Grise, or you can reach out to me, John Lane, and I'll I'll put you in contact with the right folks to be able to um, help you out. But yeah, we 
just the, the, I think I think the easiest way is to just reach out through Rent Manager and they'll they'll be able to help you because they do a great job with with passing over folks that are interested in uh, learning more and then we get you set up. We have a discovery call with you, so we kind of discover like what your interests are, what your needs are, learn about your process, what you're really trying to accomplish, and then we uh, kind of tailor our solution that best fits your your need. That's perfect, John. Well, thanks for joining me today. Um, I think AP Automation, again, is a really um, interesting topic, something a lot of people need to take a deeper look at if they're not already using it. And I also want to thank our listeners for joining us. It means so much that you choose to spend some time with us. And if you enjoyed this episode, then make sure you subscribe using your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, make sure you take an extra moment or two to share with others that are in the property management industry. And if you aren't familiar with Rent Manager or Avid Exchange yet, go over to rentmanager.com to learn more, or you can even reach out to me, Joe Easton, directly on LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining us. And until next time, keep going beyond rent.